Okay guys, episode 10 and I'm here to talk about a little tiny island in the heart of downtown, just where I live. And for whatever reason, I cannot get my mind off of it. I keep thinking about it and I keep thinking about ways to improve it. And every time I look at it, I just see potential in this thriving, growing city. And I just see a cool vision for the island. And I'm working to, <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> I am not working to not trying to, I am making progress on bringing my vision to fruition. And it's literally a dream come true. Like I have so many ideas, like I'm so inspired all the time. And I just dream big. And um, I was told to kind of like keep it in a box, you know, like, can't dream that big. <laughs> you, you can't really do all of that. Like Moana, uh, she kept dreaming of a world outside of her perfect little, like, I know, you know, everyone has a role to play. Why can't I roll with mine? Like, I, this life is perfect, quote unquote. I grew up in middle class, suburban, white family. My childhood was running around in a safe neighborhood, riding bikes and playing in the reed forest <laughs> with all sorts of cool plants exploring and getting made fun of by my brothers and I you know according to the rest of the world the rest of the suffering of the world I had a pretty good life who was I to complain yeah my brothers like kind of pushed me around yeah like I had some embarrassing stuff happen but like for the most part like I did that to myself like I blame myself I'm an idiot remember I can't get my act together. So like, yeah, it's not, it's not their fault. It's my fault. It's always my fault. It's always my fault. It's always my fault. Like punch and kick and whip and beat my, myself into submission. I've been living in a cult of my own making, sadly. Now, how did we get here when I said I was going to start talking about an island? Very good question. I don't remember either. I just kind of went into the deep um, Freudian psychology of my childhood traumas. Um, hmm. Let's go back to an island if we can, because those are bright and sunny days ahead. My dreams coming to fruition. And I have been serving on the board here locally for quite a few years. Um, you know, I'm very comfortable on a board now. I know what to do. I know what responsibilities are. I know what, how nonprofits operate because I looked very seriously into turning them into a nonprofit. I have lived in this world that I'm now essentially an expert in it. Um, similar to nonprofit world, I've, you know, done the research on becoming a business too, which is what I ended up going with LLC. So I know about both worlds. I know how they get their money. I know how to make money um, in this system that we're in, in capitalism, from stemming from imperialism and colonialism. <coughs> but yet we are in it nonetheless. And it is an evil system. Um, oh God, I'm going to get so canceled by saying that. Oh my God. Because like, okay, okay. Let me back up. 
<laughs> Shit. Now I'm like, re- okay. Capitalism. What is it? <laughs> like, really? Like, what is capitalism? What is communism? And I, I would define capitalism as a system in place that prioritizes the exchange of currency currency of the stuff the paper stuff that gives items value instead of a bartering system or an exchange system it inserts a currency the money that becomes the idol in the society so we've created our own idols and we love them and we worship them oh my god we worship our idols mainly money but also power and like status and looks beauty fashion um power over someone else um, I would say power, but like it can happen in such subtle ways. Like a woman who just buys a new fancy expensive outfit and then she walks into a store and everyone's looking at her and she's like, yes, I am wearing the best designer. I am the coolest person in the room and I am awesome and I am better than all of you and you know it because I have the most money and I have the most power and I have the most status and I look the best and I do the right things and therefore I am better than you and I buy the right things therefore I am better than you and I have all the right things and I'm better than you but what's interesting is how, you know, we know it's not about stuff. We know, and yet, we still fall into this trap of how we just get sucked back into our idols so easily. Those demons. We know it's not about stuff. Deep in our being, deep in our goodness, deep in our purity, deep within us, we know something isn't right. But we don't really know how to fix it. And that's what I think I'm here for. I feel like I'm here to share the inner workings of my brain through all of my guilt and shame and traumas. I will bear it all. I'm going to remain as anonymous as possible, which is also why I might not share about things like the project I'm working on in the city I'm working on it I'm not sure time will tell it depends on how and when I release this but I do really feel like I'm supposed to help people see that we can work together that there is a way it's not unachievable it's it's really just science and um, um, re retraining ourselves and rewiring our indoctrinations. And so, yeah, I don't, I think these systems that put people at odds with each other, like the patriarchy, like 
in, um, you know, the, reading Chronicles of Narnia, and we're just in the first book, The Magician's Nephew, where Polly and Diggory go to this magic place, and it's a frozen wasteland. That's not frozen, it's like, everything's turned to stone. There's people, they turn to stone. And then in the middle sits this bell, right? So Diggory and Polly, no, there's a note that says something like, don't ring this bell, but don't you want to know what it does? <laughs> like, don't you dare ring this bell, but don't you want to know what happens when you do? That's the serpent. That's the evil one. That's the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Don't you want to know? Don't you want to know what's going to happen when you taste of this fruit or when you ring this bell? And Diggory's like, yes, I do. And Polly's like, uh, no, let's stay the hell away from that. And um, then he kind of like tricks her and <laughs> rings the bell. And sure enough, the evil's brought to life. So they start arguing, man and woman, well, kid in this sense, but adult children, because they're very smart children who are acting like adults. Oh, male versus female, masculine versus feminine. No, 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 let's leave it alone. Like, we don't want to hurt anything. We don't want to disturb anything. Is the feminine voice, the poly, like, let's just go. Diggory's like, I have to know what's there. <laughs> I have to explore. Moana, I have to go out and see the world. Alexander Hamilton, I have to write. I have to think about a new way that we can make America work. That's how I feel. I have to write these things down. I have to go and follow where my brain is leading. It's not a physical place. It's a, it's transcendent. It's, it's into another dimension. It's, it has to go there. And I have to go see what a perhaps perfect society, even though as I say it, I'm like, oh my God, it sounds, but that's, that's just negativity being like, nope, you can't have perfection. You can't, you can't have heaven on earth. You can't have it. It's unattainable. You can't do it. And not everyone can be happy scarcity economy so yeah as even as i'm thinking about like sharing all this stuff about my thoughts and my brain and my city and my improvements and my designs and my poetry and my music and my obscure intelligence i'm like i don't want to share this and then like be famous for it and Ah, uh, I just want to be me and continue to be me and dream and not I want to make sure I'm sharing this information at the right time I'm just going to build it up and wait no, I don't know I'll keep listening spirit guide me spirit will guide me it will help me determine how when to release this information okay my nose is running again i'm gonna end it for right now and um yeah yeah i told you my eyes are infected so hopefully that means i'm healing and i'm getting some stuff out i've also found it important to visualize the part of your body that is injured so if you put your body like my ACL, I can visualize the tendons flexing and stretching beneath my patella. 
I'm like, it's healing. I can visualize it. I can feel it almost. It's incredible. So like this stupid eye infection, there are swollen blood vessels in my eyelid. Not just swollen blood vessels, the cells themselves are swollen. So I'm like trying to envision the cells just relaxing. I'm getting less blood flow there. I'm trying to envision the like white blood cells, the, the I think they're like dead white blood cells that need to get pushed out of my body and taking with them the toxins and the bacterial and the megaphages and the microbial little viral loads out with them into tissues, into my snot. Uh, hopefully not into anyone's food or face or anything because this is really just miserable. I'm just, my eyes are leaking all the time. It just, it just all needs to come out of me. <laughs> okay, enough about that. That's gross, but that's also human bodies and it's just kind of how we are. And the more we can just accept our grossness, the better we'll be. Nothing should be off limits. <laughs> um, we should be able to talk freely about things that happen in our bodies because it's just biology. I do my best to educate my children while also respecting their boundaries in their private areas, you know, teaching them that no one has access to that, teaching them about body space, what's appropriate touch. Um, you know, for example, the two boys were kind of fighting and, oh, I can't say the words, the seven-year-old, I can't say names, I mean, the seven-year-old was playing a screen, yay, and um, the three-year-old was like, getting in his space and like kind of like getting in his personal space, you know, and like, they're close, they snuggle, you know, but at some point, like he got too close. I like, you know, face pressed up against his other, his brother's face and understandably I got upset. Like he was like, this is too close. I don't like this. And so he was kind of pushing him away and then they started wrestling. And instead of, you know, being like, boy, just shut up and stop it. I'm like, okay, why are we fighting? There's no reason to fight. Um, there's got to be something that's going on. So let's try to trace it back because I know you boys both love each other. I know you have good hearts and I know you're awesome kids. So let's try to figure out what went wrong and then we'll trace it back. And it turns out, yeah, like just got in his personal bubble. So I had to teach you that like you can't, you can't really get that close to a person without permission. You need to have access to their bodies. Um, and along with access to bodies, we need to monitor access to our attention because that's very valuable time. Our time and attention needs to be more closely monitored in our brains because um, it's so valuable. More than money. More than money. Value your time, attention, energy. What is your energy going towards? Where are you focusing your time? What thoughts do you have in your brain? Mine were so negative for so long, but I didn't know how to change them until I did. And you can too. I promise you, the depth of who you are is good. You have to just kind of keep finding her, him, they, it, zim. I don't care what your pronouns are. 
you have to find that inner being, that inner goodness that knows deep down you are good because you are. You are powerful because you are. You can manifest a new way of being in the world. You can do it. You just have to want to. You have to want to believe in magic. You have to want to believe in happy endings. Oh, by the way, that will... I want to go into my other idea for a Cinderella story. <laughs> but I'll do it in episode 11.